My name is Stephen Harrison. I am a gastroenterologist and hepatologist, visiting professor of hepatology at Oxford University in the UK, as well as medical director of Pinnacle Clinical Research in San Antonio, Texas. I'm here today to talk with you briefly about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and non-alcoholic steatohepatitis. When I'm speaking to a patient at risk for fatty liver disease, who might that be? Well, it could be a number of things. It could be a patient that is that is overweight or obese. They could have diabetes. They could have hypertension. They could have a combination of all of those. Or they could be what we call lean patients, but metabolically obese, meaning they have fatty liver that was detected uh, by by some type of imaging. They may have a strong family history of liver disease. They have a family history of liver cancer. Um, oftentimes, patients will say, I don't have a problem. I'm overweight. Uh, I'm, I'm worried, though, about my liver because my, my sister, my dad, my mother actually had cirrhosis and died of their liver problem. Uh, so, so am I at risk? Do I have that as well? Of course, the first thing we ask them is, Are you, do you drink alcohol? And, you know, have, have, have you been worked up for other types of liver disease? Uh, and that's also important to make sure you exclude other causes of, of liver disease that are relatively common. But if, if, if that's all been excluded and, and now we're focusing on fatty liver, the, the, the first thing I tell patients is, look, this is really a twofold problem. There is a genetic component and there's a nutrition component. And in Texas, we say that's where genetics meet tortillas. I mean, it's, it's kind of a funny way of, of getting to the level where patients can understand that, that there's a new a nurture and a, and, a, and a nature component to this. And so I say we can't fix genetics, but what we can do is really work hard on, on the lifestyle part of this. And it's really important to let patients know, particularly if they are significantly overweight, that they don't have to become skinny many to make this disease better. That just losing 10% of their body weight will actually result in a significant improvement in their liver disease. So how hard is it to lose 10% of your body weight? Well, that's the problem. Uh, it's If you look at, at studies that have been done with diet and, and exercise aiming at weight loss, only about 10% of people can lose 10% of their weight in a year, but even less can maintain that going forward. A, an example of that would be, if you ever have seen the show, The Biggest Loser, Patients can lose a lot of weight with a lot of coaching, a lot of mentoring, a lot of uh, support, but you've never seen a reunion of the biggest loser because I think they all eventually have struggles with gaining the weight back. So we really target that as a foundation, losing weight and exercising. And, and what is that number? What does that look like? Well, there's a lot of debate. In, in my field about what the right diet is. And I think it really comes down to what works for the patient that helps them lose that 10% body weight. But I find in Texas that, that patients eat a lot of carbohydrates. We, we are, you know, we're having breakfast tacos for breakfast. We're having fajitas for lunch. We're having quesadillas for dinner. And, and that's a lot of tortillas. Uh, literally, uh, just uh, uh, we're drowning in carbs. So what I tell my patients is, I need you to back off on eating six different types of carbs: 
bread, rice, pasta, pizza, tortillas, and bread. And then they always say, well, what can I eat then? You can have all the fruits and veggies you want. You can have all the protein you want. And the fat, quite frankly, is not going to be an issue if you focus on eliminating those six carbs from your diet. And I think my patients have found that to be very helpful to them, that it's simple. They know not to, you know, to eat bread, tortillas. They know to not have the, the baked potatoes or the potato chips or the french fries and that sort of thing. But they know that they can go eat all the other stuff that they, they want to eat and, and they still will, will lose weight. I also tell them to back off fructose-containing beverages like Cokes, Mountain Dews, Dr. Peppers, fruit juices that contain a lot of sugar, cakes and candies and sweets and that sort of thing. And as far as exercise goes, I think the important thing to tell them is that when you first start working out, it's going to be painful. If you think about it, fatty liver patients as a general rule, and, and believe it or not, this is well published, they're couch potatoes. As a general rule, they don't work out. They don't exercise. Now, they might say they walk, but the walking they do is like from their car to the grocery store or the car to their office or from the car to the inside of their house, and then they sit down. There's really not a lot of exercise that raises the heart rate. So when you tell them to exercise and you give them explicit instruction, I want you to go to the gym, get on a elliptical machine or a treadmill, and begin to work to the point where you begin to sweat a little bit and you're able to talk to your neighbor, but not necessarily in full sentences. That's going to cause that patient to feel really crummy for the first time or two, maybe the first week that they do that. And we just have to reassure them, hey, get off the treadmill, get off the elliptical, get off the bike, get off the row machine, take a break, go get water, relax, come get back on it, and go again. And it might be they, they can only last for three to four minutes, and they have to take a break. That's okay. That'll get better very quickly over time as long as they persevere and continue to work at it. And I tell them you want to build up to about 45 minutes five times a week, both with aerobic exercise and then also anaerobic exercise, meaning we need them to lift weights and, and build lean muscle. And so that's, that's really critical. But, but that's what I tell them foundationally. Now, what I also recommend to patients is go to your primary care doctor or go to your gastroenterologist and ask for an evaluation for your fatty liver, meaning check your liver enzymes. And then also, if possible, try to obtain one of these imaging studies like a fiber scan where we can assess how much fat is in your liver and then also is there increased liver stiffness. And again, if that's the case, ask to be referred to a specialist. I'll end there, and, uh, and I just want to say thank you for letting me bring this update to you on fatty liver today.